and welcome to Literary Buffs, a show that covers the best books of all time. I'm your host, Cisco from Misfit Minded. You can find me on all the socials at Misfit underscore Minded. Today's book of the week is They Shouldn't Have Killed His Dog, The Complete Uncensored Ass-Kicking Oral History of John Wick, Gun-Fu, and the New Age of Action by Edward Gross and Mark A. Altman. Mouthful of a title there. If you haven't read it yet, the authors take you behind the scenes of the biggest action franchise in modern movies right now, uh, while exploring the history of gun-fu and action cinema at the same time. Uh, They do this through exclusive interviews with the cast, the writers, directors, producers, stuntmen, fight choreographers, editors, and more. Basically anyone who had a hand in making the John Wick franchise, they are in this book. Uh, And the chapters are broken down by specific John Wick movies, so I have them all behind me here. Uh, They go through John Wick 1 through 3, because 4 was still being made while this book was being written. Uh, This is a 2022 release, so only about a year old. And they're also broken down by specific action sequences... The beginning is very in-depth about the history of action cinema, dating back to, like, the Great Train Robbery and the early days of cinema's history, all the way to, like, you know, Hong Kong action cinema from, like, John Woo um, and others. So, really uh, spans a lot of territory and only about, like, you know, 200, 300 pages. And then the book ends with a chapter on Atomic Blonde, which isn't related to John Wick in any way, but um, David Leach, who co-directed the first John Wick, directed Atomic Blonde. So there is some kind of auteur relation there. They also talk about what makes John Wick such a compelling character that audiences keep paying to see kick ass on the screen again and again. I mean, John Wick 4, I think, made over a billion dollars. So for an R-rated franchise especially, it's doing very well. And there's already talks of John Wick 5 being made. Overall, it can be hard to make a book about action feel exciting, but the collection of interviewees are genuinely interested in their jobs and in the John Wick franchise. And that infectious energy is maintained throughout most of the book. If you guys have never read an oral history book before, it's mainly interviews between uh, the authors and the people involved with the film and they just put you know in quotes or in block text everything that they you know are saying related to the topic that they're interested in you know by each chapter so you know what comes across is the dedication of the 8711 stunt team how they train their actors for months at a time with weapons with fight choreography and just raising the stakes for each film you know they really take it as a challenge uh, and that's what makes these john wick movies so brilliant what makes uh it's so impressive that they just keep topping their themselves with each sequel some of the specific fight scenes are broken down like i said the mirror fight at the end of john wick 2 you find out that stahelski wasn't totally satisfied with it so he made an entire building of mirrors in John Wick 3, you know, inspired by movies like The Man with the Golden Gun, for example, the James Bond film, or The Long Stairfall in John Wick 2 with Common. They talk about that and how, you know, they up the ante on that in John Wick 4. So it's a really practical look at, at what goes on into making an action uh, film, which, you know, I'm interested in as a, you know, action movie buff. It really goes into detail about why John Wick is... Um, so special compared to like you know other action films that are coming out nowadays so you know sometimes the text gets sidetracked by providing too much context especially at the beginning you know there's a lot and a lot of history of 
action movies that I, I appreciated. You know, I got a lot of film recommendations of action movies I hadn't seen from, you know, the 60s, 70s, but it really doesn't relate to John Wick. I've also, you know, with all these John Wick movies, I have the entire franchise, um, watched all the special features and know the voices of all the people that they interview uh, for the most part. So um, it was really easy for me, I guess, you know, because it says their name next to each of their quotes to read it in their voice. So that might be like an added benefit that I had uh, while reading it. I wish there was a little more Keanu Reeves stuff. You know, everyone's kind of talking about him and how great he is, you know, which I appreciated. But like, as far as like interviewing him, you could tell they didn't have a lot to go off of with Keanu. But again, that energy, that excitement really comes across with everyone. They all seem to love him and he really seemed to champion this film from the very beginning. It was also interesting to find out how many of the actors that came later in the sequels were fans of the franchise, like Common, Mark uh, Dacascos, and Halle Berry. They were all fans and kind of pursued their roles. So that was like another thing that I really didn't know, but you get to hear it from them firsthand. You know, some of the side players uh, supporting roles, particularly Halle Berry talking about working with the dogs in John Wick 3. I really appreciated that discussion about it because you know it's just interesting these those dogs and all they had to do in that movie and to see her like reflecting about that the challenges of working with animals but also like dogs are a huge part of this franchise so uh, I'm kind of glad that they discussed that a little bit and while you know the book wasn't like a I couldn't put it down like page turner I think because there are some parts where it kind of drags over the you know 200 300 pages uh where they're you know going maybe too far down the rabbit hole of action history or you know while I was reading the atomic blonde chapter I'm like this is cool I like that movie and you know to to read about the history of like how that was adapted from a graphic novel and things like that and getting a Charlize Theron like interview but again not necessarily related to John Wick and so for this to be like kind of advertising this as like the John Wick book um, sometimes that kind of took me out of it where and that's what I'm saying maybe they should have waited for John Wick 4 to come out so they'd have even more material to go on more people to interview can you imagine the Donnie Yen interview oh man that would have been would have been awesome uh <laughs> and even like you know all the other people that showed up in John Wick 4 there was like some legends in there um Scott Atkins that would have been that would have been cool to see so um so there's these detours that they take um which aren't completely off topic but they can make it feel like they were filling up pages here and there so um ultimately I did appreciate it like I said if you're a action movie buff or just like a, a history buff of like, you know, production, pre-production, how this movie got made, like little factoids about it, like how, um, you know, it almost get, didn't get in theaters, which is crazy to think about now because it's such a huge success. But like, you know, it's very close to being a straight to video, you know, Nicolas Cage, you know, shoot him up or that, you know, this script uh, was floating around for a while, but it was like supposed to star much older Clint Eastwood type, Harrison Ford type before they got Keanu and they kind of retrofitted the script to fit him. So those types of things I, I appreciated like learning about because uh, again, you learn about the, the movie making process. So ultimately, I think this is a decent book that hardcore action buffs will appreciate more than just the average movie fan, but I still recommend it. You know, I got it from my local library. You know, like I said, it's um, not even a year old yet, so it's 
pretty new, uh, pretty up to date with the franchise, just missing John Wick 4. So uh, definitely if you love Keanu, love action movies, love John Wick, and you're a completist, I, I would recommend that you check it out. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. I think that about wraps it up for me, guys. Thank you for watching our first episode of Literary Buffs uh, in my review of They Shouldn't Have Killed His Dog. Follow the show at uh, We Stay Buff on Instagram so you never miss a minute of the film and TV action we cover and occasionally the books. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And follow me on all the socials at Misfit underscore Minded. Let me know what you guys thought of John Wick 4 or what you think of the John Wick franchise in the comments. And as always, stay buff.